Marketing with Digital CXO, and I'm excited to be here today with the CEO of Issue, Joe Perkin. How are you doing today? I'm great. Thank you for having me. It's uh, it's it's nice to be able to talk about uh, all of these new ideas in in, uh, in digital experiences and and um, and distribution. Absolutely. And can you, before we go into this topic of digital transformation, as there are many issues surrounding that topic, can you first tell our audience what is Issue and what services do you provide? Issue is this massive digital publishing platform that enables marketers, businesses, content creators to take all of the content that they're creating that they need to connect to their audience and make that digitally available. So we enable them to take their marketing materials, sales collateral, brochures, catalogs, publications, newsletters, all that kind of content that they typically are creating using Canva or Adobe or Microsoft tools or one of many other cre uh, creation systems. We enable them to have a place to host that content, to transform it into the right set of assets that they then distribute to all the channels where their audience happens to be. So we help you take those materials turn them into a video and link enhanced paginated version, a, a GIF that can be embedded in a MailChimp email, an AI generated article, a social post so that you're able to create content once and then very efficiently transform it into all the different assets you need to share to all these different channels. What we're seeing increasingly in this world is an opportunity for marketers and businesses to reach a broader audience and have a much bigger business and a much bigger reach. The challenge with that is that many of those channels where they want to have their content available require native creation. And what we enable them to do is create that content once, transform it into the right assets, share and distribute that wherever they need it to be, and then provide a whole set of analytics so that they can understand how that content is performing uh, and how people are interacting with it as well. That's amazing and certainly more efficient and time-saving. So, yeah, and, a, lot, a, lot, go ahead. Yeah, a, lot, a lot of it revolves around uh, the value that we're providing. So huge time-saving um, opportunities, the ability to reduce costs around print and distribution. And then, of course, uh, the efficiencies that we provide around workflow and integrating with the other tools that they're using as well. Absolutely. And a perfect segue into our topic of discussion today, which is digital transformation. What are, in your dealings with enterprises and different companies, what issues are you seeing when it comes to digital transformation initiatives? Issue has over a million customers a year that are using our tools. We're, we're a freemium model, so you're able to access some of them for free. And then as you use more of them, uh, you, you, you're able to get paid into paid tiers to get access to additional capabilities. So we have, we have a quite an interesting lens to view this. We're, we're able to see, you know, over a million folks a year, how their, uh, how their requirements are evolving around digital engagement, digital, digital transformation, everybody from solopreneurs to marketing organizations of big companies like like DocuSign and uh, education and institutions and, and everybody in between. And I think there's a couple of key areas that businesses and organizations are looking at and, and focused on right now around digital transformation. Uh, the first is efficiency and workflow. So there is no 
no company, no organization, no business uses software in isolation. No one just uses a software product. They're using issue and other tools together. So, uh, and they're using any tool that they're using, any software product that they're using, they're using in association with a set of other products. And often, uh, software companies arrogantly sort of create their software and then they say, go ahead, use it and go figure out how to use it with the other things you want to use it with. So I think in, in increasingly, the successful companies are the ones that are focusing on how is my product being used with others and how do we start to build integrations with those products? We, we understand that issue that people create content, they use us to host, share, and distribute that content. And so we've built integrations with Canva so that there's a seamless interaction to export from Canva into issue and then back into Canva. We built integrations with Adobe, MailChimp, uh, Dropbox, Google Drive. So the, one of the key things that becomes available in this digital transformation is efficiency of workflow. And if businesses aren't focusing on that, if software providers aren't focusing on that, then they're missing a huge opportunity. The second thing around digital transformation is efficiency and cost savings. So there's, uh, we're, we're now seeing, particularly in our world, in, in the marketing content world, there's an opportunity to leverage digital capabilities that save massive amounts of time and money. In our instance, we, we're seeing customers saving tens of thousands of dollars on print costs while at the same time expanding their audience and their distribution and people who are signing up for their products. This is another aspect of digital transformation is being able to shed sort of typical distribution, no longer needing, uh, needing fewer trucks, fewer trains, fewer, um, you know, energy consuming distribution mechanisms and being able to reach people much more effectively online through all these different channels. Um, and then I think, you know, there's a whole other aspect around digital transformation that we're seeing, particularly post-COVID, in, in the workplace. This this whole notion around, you know, where people are, are working from, hybrid, remote, um, and and how that is happening more and more digitally. We're leveraging Zoom uh, more than anyone ever expected. We're making decisions digitally that we wouldn't have conceived of making five years ago. You think about just hiring practices. Very few companies, WordPress was one, but very few companies had a purely remote approach to hiring. And now we're needing to use uh, technology, this digital transformation to be able to, to do that. We're leveraging technology to be able to operate and get things done in ways that we never did before. Um, and then of course, there's you know, you can't can't talk about digital transformation without how people are beginning to leverage generative AI and AI um, in overall. Everyone's always talking about that. But um, the key here is how are you leveraging AI and these capabilities to enhance your business, not really to replace it in in many instances. So there's there's a whole set of enhancement capabilities that we're starting to see uh, come out of it. But I think the bottom line is. Digital transformation enables a new level of efficiency and connectivity, both internally within an organization and between a company and their customers in ways that we didn't have access to before, and massive amounts of cost-saving capabilities. And that's really what we're focused on at issue within our domain. 
And you bring up a big point that I've noticed as I speak to company leaders. Digital transformation is not just one thing or one focus. There are many different avenues of digital transformation that cover a broad area of different factors Mm -hmm. for a company. So the customer experience, the employee experience, the company efficiency, automation, et cetera. So for companies looking to digitally transform that are maybe um, just now starting to really look at digital transformation, where do they start when there are so many different avenues to think about? So I, I almost think about digital transformation right now in the same way, you know, a decade ago, we used to use the term mobile first as a, as a way to get people to understand more and more things were happening on a phone. And, um, and the ironic thing about mobile first is by the time you started talking about mobile first, it was too late. People were already on their phones or their tablets, right? And I think it's the same thing with digital transformation. We're already doing it. Like it is happening right now. So I'm, I'm not sure. People need to start doing digital transformation. I think everybody in one form or another is engaged in it. If you just think about the most basic kinds of things that, uh, you know, we buy things digitally now that we didn't do before, we are learning online in ways we didn't uh, before. So uh, banking basically happens digitally. So we are part, the digital transformation has already happened and we're just in it. And I mention all of that as a reminder that when we start looking at major digital transformation changes in our businesses and in how we interact with others, it's important to remember we've already done it. That muscle has already been exercised. And we often forget that we've done over the last 20 years, we've already been participating in digital transformation along the lines of what I just talked about. So, uh, it be, it can become less challenging and less of a um, less of something to overcome when we look at the idea that we've done this before. So now we just have to apply this to our to our business. You look at the speed with which people were able to, in the midst of the pandemic, able to totally transform businesses to Zoom or whatever video service they were using. Uh, we were able to do that because there's a resiliency often built into how we're running and operating a business. So I think it's one piece. The second is uh, there are all kinds of things that are defining themselves as digital transformation or masquerading as digital transformation or presenting themselves as opportunities for digital transformation. And I think what, what uh, I think it's unique and, and, and different for every company. What are the key things that, you want to be taking advantage of. So I think, I think rather than the specifics, it's important to have sort of a framework of how to engage digital transformation across the business. So what are, where are the key areas of expense for a business? And are there tools that will enable you to both lower those expenses and get greater efficiency or greater value? So I think looking at it, you know, what are the cost center pieces? What are the people at the end of the day, we can talk about digital transformation and technology and AI and all the different technology words and jargon that we like to throw around. At the end of the day, it is human beings creating all this stuff and it's human beings buying our stuff and it's human beings buying their stuff. And and so we are very much 
still uh, a culture and a, and a business world of human beings. We forget that often and it gets lost in this digital transformation. So what are the, what are the component? What are the, what are the areas, um, that, that these human beings can take advantage of in a digital way, right? So cost savings. What are the ways that the human beings in my environment, either employees or customers can get better interaction with you, get better value, get better experience, get better interactivity themselves uh, in ways that they weren't able to get before. And then I think the third piece of the framework would is, is, is like, what are the tools out there that will enable me to dramatically expand my business? What are the pieces that can, that can provide for me a growth engine for my business? So I, I would, I would break it down into those three components and then look at the specifics that are relevant for your particular business. So once a company has undergone a big, a big transformation journey, what is the best way from your point of view for them to understand if, um, if it was a, a good decision or the outcome, how do they analyze um, the outcome of their transformation and if they need to make any changes? So the business, we always want to be looking at impact. What impact are we delivering? And impact means are we delivering more value to more customers? Impact means are the people working in the company uh, feeling more fulfilled with the job that they're doing and the ways in which they're interacting or have access to be able to interact with each other. Um, what impact do we see around growing the, the overall business? So it's you can measure these things, right? We can say, hey, here's where we were on January 1st, 2023. We implemented these tools. We had specific goals of what we were looking to do. Um, and again, I think incorporating goals of how the people in an organization are, are interacting is a is 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 a is important piece of this. It all it all stems from the human beings doing the work, right? And how they're interacting with each other. So it's a you know where are we right now? Where are we trying to go? How are we approaching the opportunity? So one of the other ways to understand the value is not just to have incremental percentage based increases because we may be starting from a very low foundation and then we double you know either interactions or revenue or or profitability or whatever it happens to be but it may be starting from a very low point what we want to be looking for is the relationship between digital transformation and the opportunity that's available so if i have x number of customers rather than focus on i just want to increase by a particular percentage i can now look at digital transformation elements that I'm incorporating into my business, and I can now reach a much larger set of people that sounds like a, a impossible percentage growth, but because we've implemented new technologies, new capabilities, we can see huge exponential growth. For example, um, we have seen, you know, one of the partners that we're integrated with is Canva. And what we've done is, um, you know, people who create in Canva then upload their content to issue for, uh, to, to host that, that content, to distribute it, to manage the, the data and analytics around it. And because we've now made that interaction 
easier for customers, we've literally seen 9x the amount of content created in Canva uploaded to issue. If we had, in the beginning of this, if we had said, let's have 9x increase, it would have sounded impossible to achieve. But we're able to do that because of the digital transformation ecosystem and technologies that we're putting in place and the efficiencies that we make available to an, to an audience. And then you can start to see these exponential lifts that come out of uh, digital transformation. That's really the only reason to do it. If, if you're only going to implement these technologies for the sake of technology, it's, it's, it's often a waste of time. What you want to be looking at is how do I put pieces in place so that I can have this exponential growth that's realistic because of the opportunity that you're now able to get in front of. One of the other ways I think about it is um, one of the one of the things that we're going to really see here is the globalization of local businesses and local economies. So in the past, businesses have often, particularly SMBs, have often been limited by their geography and proximity to their market or their specific buyers. And now leveraging digital transformation uh, capabilities that are available to them, they're able to reach an audience that they never would have had access to reach before. And so you can start to see, often we wonder, like, how is that little shop in this tiny town staying in business all these years with Amazon and all these big players? And one of the ways they're doing is they're leveraging uh, a suite of tools. We talked about the importance for interactivity and and, uh, and and workflow. They're leveraging a suite of tools and they are getting in front of their audience in a whole set of places that was never available to them before. And that creates this exponential, both lifetime of a company and um, revenue they're able to generate, but more importantly, the impact they're able to have on the human beings' lives who's, who are uh, who are buying or interacting with their products and, and services. The digital world has certainly boosted those small mom and pop and smaller companies in small towns because now they have so much higher level of visibility being yeah. online and with the tools. Yeah. Sure. It's really an exciting time. So let's go back with, with issue. I'm sure you have a lot to say on this. I know digital transformation also has a lot to do with data and harnessing data in real time. And you mentioned earlier how you have an analytics uh, program with Issue. And I think that's important to all companies that they understand their data in real time. So can you speak more to that? Yeah. You know, um, again, at the, the, the bottom line of data is companies should be making data available to their customers so their customers can make better business decisions. I know we often use data for our own benefit and purposes. And of course, we want to use data to be able to make better products and to make better decisions and to change workflows and that sort of thing. But the key to the data, one of the great things about this digital transformation world that we're living in is there's massive amounts of data that can be overwhelming at times, can make us look at the wrong data at times. Um, but what, what I think we want to be doing, what software providers want to be doing is lev use that data to provide a better experience and better value to their customers so that their customers can make better decisions. And that's what we do, try to do at issue is it's not just about hosting and transforming and distributing your content, but we then are giving you detailed information about how that content 
is being consumed, where it's being consumed, what elements of that content are being consumed, um, what what where in the country it's being consumed, what devices, and then have the ability to compare that to other kinds of content that you have. And in that way, the customers that we have are able to make stronger, better, wiser decisions. It's one more way that we provide efficiency to them. Awesome. So last question, uh, I want to go back to the generative AI because yes, that is a big topic. Yeah. So I know as all these companies are trying to harness AI in one way or another, um, safety becomes a big concern and also uh, various issues like bias and hallucinations and all sorts of things. Yeah. So what is your recommended um, solution in this area when it comes to harnessing AI? So AI obviously is a hot topic of the day and everybody's talking about it and throwing it around, right? AI, 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 AI. At the, again, I think there's a couple of things to look at. Uh, the first is how it's being used right now and by whom, and then what are the historical lessons that we can be drawing on and learning from? And I'll, let me start with that and then I'll get into the content itself. So I'm, uh, I've been around long enough to remember when Alta Vista and then Ink to Me were the best search engines on the planet. And at the, at the time of Ink to Me's height, there was this little company, uh, that was like Goggle or Google or something. And no one quite knew, uh, what Google was all about. Um, and Google came along and supplanted all of the different search capabilities as the dominant player. They had great technology, great results and figured out the right business model. I use that as a as a way just to remind all of us that we're in the early stages of AI and whoever it is that we think is dominant right now likely will not emerge as the dominant or the dominant player in, in this world. There will be a whole set of business models, distribution, integration that um that will that will evolve and that will turn into what AI ultimately becomes and how we use it. One of the things that Google did in those early days is they were very effective at distributing the Google toolbar all over the internet and all over the digital world. So distribution of generative AI capabilities will, will increasingly become important. So that's one. The second thing to look at is how folks will, will use generative AI. I think every business will have some element of AI that they will leverage and take advantage of. Again, if we come back to the earlier subject, how is AI facilitating the ability to deliver value to customers and uh, and create more efficiencies? You know, the other thing about AI, I think, is very similar to the rise of the internet in, in the 90s. There was a huge fear factor that the internet is going to destroy jobs and destroy economies and all sorts of things. I think all we're going to see is uh, AI is going to facilitate efficiencies. It'll facilitate a whole set of new kinds of content that gets created. But I think ultimately what it's going to do is create new jobs. There'll be new jobs around how to use AI, how to create AI capabilities, new efficiencies around the business models around AI. And so it's uh, I think it's generally exciting and it's going to be really positive for the economy. Awesome. It, yeah. And then just in terms really quick around... Um, around 
how we think about AI and, and security. Again, we're in the very early stages and in the same way that, uh, you know, we, we had to evolve these models for, uh, for in, in the early days of each of the sort of transformational elements of, of, uh, of the internet. We will start to figure out the right, uh, elements around security and safety here. And one last thing I'll just say about AI is, you know, I have a, I have an amazing, really high quality camera sitting in my iPhone, but it doesn't make me any Leibowitz. Um, so AI will be useful and it will help create a range of different forms of content that, that, that we will use, but there will still be a huge requirement for human engagement and interactivity around that, uh, that content, which is created. Absolutely. The human is still important. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, thank you so much for coming on our show and sharing your insights with our audience today. I look forward to speaking with you again soon. Awesome. Thanks, Amanda. Appreciate it. Thank you.